In Dallas, Texas, three shots were fired at President Kennedy's motorcade. That's what we were told. Most Americans never believed Lee Oswald was the lone gunman for excellent reasons. In fact, there were at least six shooters who fired from eight to ten shots or more who are identified here. We have, finally, the solution to the greatest murder mystery in history, laid out for the world to see proof after proof after proof. Photos were faked, the body was changed, x-rays were altered, the home movies were fixed. Fifteen experts contribute to a 529-page book with 1,037 photos and diagrams in black and white and color. Hi, this is Gary King. If you'd like JFK, who, how, and why, and would like to support the new JFK show, then go to PatriotRadioBooks.com. That's PatriotRadioBooks.com. This is Jim Fetzer, your host on The Real Deal, with a very special interview with a friend from the U.K. who's undergone various forms of harassment and other kinds of governmental interference. Paul, welcome to the show. Thank you, Jim. I really appreciate the time you've given me over the years. You're one of the very few people who's been willing to assist. Um, I honestly feel very disappointed in people because... Um, when you've been mentally tortured over many, many years um, and you don't get support, uh, you really despair of human nature. It's so easy to frame people in our society. People are so, it's so easy to create a bad reputation for someone if, uh, if the government or agencies of the government organize. You yourself have been smeared on multiple occasions People are trying to question, in the past, people have, have questioned your integrity and have tried to uh, diminish your work uh, by ad hominem attacks and off-topic stuff. Um, and this has happened to me, but I don't know anyone on the internet who suffered, uh, especially considering the fact that unlike you, I'm basically a nobody. I'm, I'm not a famous person. I'm not well known outside the very narrow um, um, people on YouTube who, who are interested in so-called conspiracy theories know about me. But I never had much of an audience. And yet despite that fact, and despite being very insignificant in terms of viewing figures and so on, I received an absolutely astronomical amount of attack. I was constantly being impersonated, threatened, ridiculed, attacked. Uh, they were creating false identities online, pretending to be me. I've reported this to the UK police. The UK police don't want to help me. I've reported it to my MP. My MP will not help me, my member of parliament. I've tried to get the media and various NGOs in London to help me. No one will help me. I've tried to contact lawyers uh, on a pro bono or... Um, no win, no fee basis. No lawyer will help me because they know not to mess with the people who are attacking me are government agents or working with the collusion of the government. And this is the problem. We don't have a level playing field. We don't have fairness in our society. The people who control the law and the police are also the people who are attacking me. And therefore, as a victim of trolling and impersonation, 
What can I do? That's the point. I was hoping if people listen to me speak, hear what I have to say, people would say, you know what? I believe that guy. I believe he's telling the truth. And yet, I, despite, my, despite the fact I am telling the truth, it's so difficult to get people to believe you. That's the problem. People, people, it's, so, it's easier to fool people than to convince them that they've been fooled. So what, what, what is it? I mean, in a second, I'm going to send you some screen grabs to illustrate the kind of ordeal I faced. But it's been going on for seven years. And recently, it's also involved them hacking my telephone, putting screen grabs of car crashes on my phone, hacking my contact list, and, getting, uh, and sending me messages from people I know, but using spoof numbers, i.e. they're not really my friends. They're just people I met. And then they're sending me messages using their number, but my, they're not from those real people. And also, they've got my identity, so they can spoof my identity and send stupid messages to other people, which appear to be from me. You can imagine the difficulty this will create for me, because they can send these horrible messages, stupid messages, to people I know. And what they're trying to do is to try and ruin uh, my social life, my... my um, uh, with people I know um, from a business perspective, you see, that kind of thing, people, um, people involved in my life. Now, another thing is, Jim, for sure, they're going to find this upload with you and they're going to dox it to see what data I give. Now, that's another problem. Ideally, I'd like to be completely open with you and the people listening, um, knowing that most of them are going to be good people. But unfortunately, in my case, everything I do, everything I say, is monitored by these agents. And the company in London who's responsible for this is called Strategic Communications Laboratories. It's an Israeli-owned operation based in London who target people who don't obey their rules, i.e. people who don't accept 9-11 uh, as being done by bin Laden, right? People who've got issues with Zionism, right, such as myself. Did you ever hear of that company before, Jim? I may have, Paul. You may have even mentioned it to me. Uh, coincidentally, I awakened this morning to discover that they've come into my blog. They've removed about a half a dozen blogs. They've come into my cell phone. They've taken out a number I was going to call today. Uh, there's a, a parallel tweeter uh, named James Fetzer that's completely fabricated, puts out loony tweets, as opposed to mine, Jim Fetzer. So I know some of whereof you speak, and it's very, very troubling, Paul. I mean, the the Google has just hired 10,000 new censors, and it looks as though the new year 2018 is leading to a whole new wave of reinforced uh, uh, filtration of the media. The reason you represent a threat is pure and simple, namely, as you yourself have observed, you're speaking the truth. And I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm speaking the truth because I'm not going to be so presumptuous. I'm an outsider. I've always been an outsider. I, I'm, I haven't got MI5 clearance, I, but I'm using common sense. I can see very clearly that these government stories about terrorists and so on, uh, Sandy Hook or Boston bombing or London Bridge or Parsons Green, or Melbourne, it doesn't matter. All these stories are just cock and bull. They are bullshit. They're absolute BS. 
And anyone who's got any sense of integrity can see that. Now, I'm, the, most, the problem is most people don't want to see it because of cognitive dissonance. They don't want to see it. They prefer to be in the loop. They prefer to go along with the flow, right? You know what we're up against. The vast majority of people will not process information that makes them feel uncomfortable, no matter how convincing it is. I'm amazed by people's stupidity. People don't want to know. That's the problem we face. You spend so many years of your life collating and analyzing data. You then present it in a very straightforward fashion that a person of intelligence should easily be able to understand. Nevertheless, as you know, most people are not going to uh, understand. They're going to deliberately close their eyes and their ears to the information you give simply because it makes them feel uncomfortable. Would you agree with that analysis? Oh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, what I meant was you're presenting what you take to be the truth as you have been able to discern it. But the fact is, Paul, that the attacks on you are a form of confirmation. After all, if you were wildly off the mark rather than right on target, they wouldn't bother with you. You'd be exactly. as, you'd be as unimportant as you tend to describe yourself as being. I think, frankly, you represent some kind of threat to the intel I, agencies for reasons that you yourself may not even appreciate. I think it's just because I just think they hate people who are outspoken. You see, for me, what bothers me is the frame-up aspect of all this. By the way, I can see your mug is made in China. I hope they aren't going to use it again. Oh, that's very clever. Yeah, it's Barnes & Noble, you know, from one of the book signings I did years and years ago. They gave me this very nice mug, but that's clever of you to notice on the bottom it's made in China. <laughs> I can see a picture of George Orwell on it as well. It's well, sure, it's got a whole lot, whole lot of very famous, uh, uh, very famous authors. Very good, very good. Yeah, yeah. Eric Arthur Blair. Very Much clever, better. very, very clever of you. Well, it's just observation, really. So anyway, uh, that's a good mug you got there, Jim. So, um, so yes, you're right. I mean, they say that you only take flack when you're above the target. But you see, the problem is I have to spend an enormous amount of time defending myself. And I don't want, and I've never wanted, to be pretend to be a victim. I am a victim, but I never wanted it to be about me. When I started my YouTube channels, most of which had been taken down by Google because of censorship and false flagging. My only intention was to discuss international issues. But what these bastards do is they try and make the issue about you as a person. That's why they create all these disgusting in, uh, impersonation accounts using my real name. Okay? They obtain my real name by deception. They know my identity. They know uh, lots of things about me. And then they create channels on, online, which they then use to attack me. Some of those channels look as if they're from me, right? So they make a Paul Taylor, uh, they make a channel like Kim Hoxashian or Anti-Troll or Sick of the Bullshit or something like that. And they use the same avatar that I use. And then they send nasty messages to people who subscribe to my channel. And when people see this, they become offended with me thinking that I sent them those messages, but I never did. Imagine how you would feel if your family and friends started to receive messages from what appears to be your cell phone number, right? Abusing them. 
maybe some of them would, would wrongly think you sent them those messages. This is so immensely disgusting and depraved. They are actually impersonating me, not just on the internet, but even have got my, I've had to get so many phones. I've got that many phones. I've got this phone here. I've got this phone here. I've got, I've got phones, 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 all because I have to keep changing my number. I've got, I've had to change my number about 20 times. Well, Paul, what, what, all, what all this means is that you're much more of a threat than you ever imagined to the deep state in your country. I mean, well, I don't want to be a threat. You see, the thing is, I am no hero. I don't want to end up, you know, I, I want to live. I, I'm, I'm, I've spent the last seven or eight years on this project. It's given me so much trouble. It's, it's really depressed me. It, uh, I've, I haven't, it, it's damaged my social life. It's, it, it means I'm estranged from my few relatives. They don't want to talk to me because they've been told lies about me. They claim I'm a neo-Nazi or some bullshit like that, some rubbish. And that's what they've done. They've ruined my reputation and they've, tro- they've tried to break me. They've tried to break me. Now, I'm, I'm not an ex-Marine. I don't have a network of um, people in the know who I can get support from. Okay, the guy who's not available tonight was, I hope he was going to come on and talk to you about this, but he's not available. So I've got nobody, Jim. I don't have anybody. You, uh, out, of the, out of the goodness of your heart, even though you're incredibly busy with all the bullshit that goes on in America, because it's, it's, it's chaos over there, um, have, have, have taken time out of your busy day to talk to me, and I'm very grateful for that. But I am an honest man, and I'm, I'm not lying about anything I say. I'm telling the honest truth. For whatever reason, these organizations, I think it's also Jewish organizations, we have them in the UK, similar to APAC. You know, you've got APAC in America. We have the JIDF, Jewish Internet Defense Force, JDL. Now, I'm half Jewish myself, but that doesn't stop these people from attacking me. Right? I'm also a revisionist. Okay, I don't believe the official version of what supposedly happened in World War Two. But regardless of all that, I am entitled to my opinion. And nobody should attack me as a person. If you don't like what I have to say, let's argue the issues. Let's look at the history. Let's talk about issues. Don't attack me personally. Don't hack me. Don't impersonate me. Don't threaten me. Okay, this is what they're doing. Just like the guy who's impersonating you on, 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 on Twitter, right? But, Paul, I mean, this is the real world. You're talking about an ideal civilized society in which everyone has the opportunity to speak their mind, open and free debate. Uh, and you're, you're, you're confronted with a massive propaganda disinformation apparatus, and they want to mm-hmm. stomp out anyone who speaks the truth. It, 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 I mean, as Orwell, as tell the truth, not claiming there's no ultimate truth. I mean, I've always said it and I'll say it again. Truth is a direction I'm moving towards. I don't like to be deceived. I don't like frame ups. I don't like deceptions. Like the motto of the Mossad apparently is by way of deception. Right. I think it was a, a, a Mossad agent who, who revealed that as their motto. Now, I don't believe that you can use deception. Right now, as you know, Muslims are being framed for things they didn't do. They're being brought in in large numbers 
to Western countries in order for them to be the patsies and the fall guys. And the very people who bring them in are mostly Jewish organizations such as George Soros, who promote open borders. I mean, it's no accident, is it, Jim, that two of the most white states in, in America, uh, Minnesota and, uh, and, for example, Wisconsin, I believe, so many Somali refugees were, were sent there. And that was deliberately done because the controllers of America wanted white working class Americans to hate Muslims. And that is a fact. Would you accept that analysis more or less? That may very well be correct. Uh, I think you have a lot of insights, Paul, and this is a reason why they treat you with such concern. Uh, remember, I mean, you mentioned, I believe it was Mark Twain who observed that it's easier to fool a man than to convince him he's been fooled. Yes. We also have George Orwell in a time of universal deceit speaking the truth as a revolutionary act. From their point of view, you're a revolutionary and you're a, you're a, a, a rebel, you're a rogue, you're resisting the control apparatus that's been contrived to keep your thinking clearer, clearer and purer in relation to what the state wants you to believe because you're exercising your critical judgment and, and, and analytical intelligence and not buying what they're selling. They're attempting to abuse you and discredit you so no one will take you seriously. And, and unfortunately, Jim, that, that, that policy has been a success. Dirty tricks, sadly, seem to work. One would have hoped that people would have had more judgment. I would have hoped people would have been able to see through it. It's rather transparent as well. And that's why, unfortunately, I had to fall out with PK. PK, as you know, uh, rather influential in the alternative truth movement. And I spoke to PK when he was in Melbourne, uh, when he was being arrested by the police and he was being, they were going to do something about his psychology, claiming he was mentally ill or something. And I did what little I could to come to his defense. Not that I'm an important person. PK is a hundred times more important than I am. But, but, but then PK got into bed with all kinds of channels in Australia who started attacking me. They were claiming I was running multiple YouTube channels and they were claiming I impersonated myself. They were claiming that I was creating fake channels, impersonating myself. And I never did. I've never had a YouTube channel with the name Paul Taylor in it. Any channel that has the name Paul Taylor in it is not mine. And in a few seconds, I will show you some examples of these fake Paul Taylor channels that use my face. And some of them are absolutely disgusting and immensely vulgar. And I can assure you that it's very, very difficult to recover from this degree of abuse, because a lot of people will say wrongly, there's no smoke without fire. If they keep on throwing mud at you, some of it is going to stick. They've been throwing mud at me for the last seven years. I must be the most trolled. I mean, seriously, Jim, I don't. If you know of anyone who gets trolled as much as I do. Please tell me who they are, because I'd like to contact them and give them my full support. I never came across. I uploaded 4,000 videos to YouTube. I uploaded about 600 videos to VidMe. VidMe doesn't exist anymore. VidMe has closed down, right? I took my channel on VidMe down about two months before VidMe closed down, so it didn't make any difference in the long run. 
because I was getting so heavily trolled on VidMe. It was just for children. No, nobody was going there. So there's nowhere you can post. There's not one channel. You can't use Live Leaks, Meta Cafe, you can't use. All the video sharing sites are owned by the same people. All of them. There's nowhere you can publish and have freedom of speech, even though all my videos were totally fair comment. Not saying you have to agree with me, just allow me my right to have my opinion. I just wanted to put my opinion out there and share it with other people. And if people don't like it, well, they can go away and look at something else. Why well, can't Paul, I? Paul, Paul, listen, you can, you can measure your significance to the state as a threat by this, this, the degree of their resistance, which is very substantial. Obviously, they find you a troublesome fellow because you're saying so many things that they regard as inconvenient truths or at least too close to the mark for them to find them acceptable or comfortable. But the, what, the, what they didn't seem to anticipate when they started attacking me so many years ago was that their attacks on me has actually kept me going because I've, it's, it strikes me as so massively unjust that they should be allowed to troll people in this way over many, many years to try and break my spirit, to try and frame me, an innocent person for these things, to try and get me into trouble online, to interfere in my relationships and things like that, it, it actually makes me feel more like I have to carry on. I, I, I can't give up. I must not give up. We must not give up. Our world, as you know, is run by evil people, Masonic evil people. You can call them globalists. You can call them Zionists. You can call them Masons, the Illuminati, the New World Order. I don't care what you can call them. I call them bastards. I call them. <laughs> I'd like to use some fruity. But, you know, I suppose you're, um, you know, you've got to be careful what words you use because of the regulations on the Internet. You know, I'm, I'm usually I, I want to be a polite person. And, and, and I, 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 I don't want to. And, you know, I don't want to talk about myself, but I have to tell you this, Jim. I think the attack on the individual which is created because they don't like what you're saying and therefore they attack you as a person. They abuse you as a person. This aspect is something we need to deal with because I believe it's an issue of its own right. So you can call me a litmus test, a litmus test for uh, the abuse of the individual by the state. The government are using dirty tricks to attack people. They're using dirty tricks. And they are using immoral and illegal tactics to attack me, the messenger, instead of focusing on the message. If the government, as you said earlier, if, 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 I, was the, if I was off the mark, they'd leave me alone. You know, they don't leave, they'd leave me alone. I don't see, why doesn't uh, Annie Logical get this type of attack? There's so many other people out there who've got a bigger name than I have. And yet they don't get this type of thing. Why am I being singled out? Why am I? Is it some torture? Are they using some sort of torture? They, they, they seem to have some psychological uh, profiling of me. Are they, do they think they can break me by years and years of abuse? Are they trying to? Yeah. 
you seem to have found a way of expressing yourself that they find very threatening. It's all these YouTubes you put up. How many in number? A thousand? No, no, more like 4,000, but they're all... 4,000. Well, Paul, Paul, Paul. 90% of them have gone. Paul, uh, Paul, they're gone because they found them threatening. If they thought you were a a babbling, drooling moron, they wouldn't bother. No, they think you're you're doing... If I was a babbling moron, that's how you can make money in this business. If you're a babbling, loony moron and talk about flat earth and, 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 and UFOs and reptiles and things, your channel would be allowed. I'm a meat and potatoes guy, Jim. I don't believe, I don't do God. I don't do uh, reptiles. I don't do Elvis. I don't do Yetis. I don't do the Loch Ness Monster. I just do meat and potatoes issue. Things like psychological warfare, things like perception management, things like surveillance state, that type of thing. I'm a meat and potatoes guy. It's only common sense. And I haven't got any, I haven't been to university and I'm not, um, I don't have a lot of credentials, but I do have two things that they hate. The first thing is common sense. Common sense. The second is a sense of honor. I hate to see people framed. I don't want millions of Muslims living in my country, but I am not going to stand by and watch these innocent people blame for things that they never did. You've already told me why they find you a threat. You're talking about the methods they use to deceive the public. These intelligence agencies, most of all, do not want their methods to be revealed. When you start talking about perception management, for example, and other Mm. techniques of propaganda and disinformation, that is the reason they regard you as a problem. If people understand the techniques they're using, they're overwhelmingly less likely to be amenable to manipulation thereby. Yes, well, that's right. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to inform people of the methods they use. I mean, as we talk, Jim, there are men and women in uniform in uh, army centers using social media to present false narratives. Okay, that's the perception management angle. They even use computer-generated identities persona management software. A lot of the likes and dislikes uh, on comments are created artificially by bots. So our whole world is being distorted by fake reality. They're using augmented reality to create fake narratives to deceive the public uh, as the old Hegelian dialectic, which I'm sure you're familiar with. Uh, David Icke modernized it by calling it problem, reaction, solution. Okay, so they create a problem to get, for example, in the UK, I'll give you just a slight, a small example. They do some stories about a nice English, a nice American woman, who, a Canadian woman who's come to Scotland to teach Gaelic because they can't fill the job locally, right? And uh, you know, who would begrudge a Gaelic teacher in Scotland? Sounds lovely, doesn't it? Well, of course, I know the reason for this story. It's so everyone can get very angry and compare the fact that they don't want this white Gaelic teacher in but allow all these millions of black people in. Do you see what I mean? That's, that's exactly, every time I read a story, I ask myself, what are they selling? What are they trying to get us to think? It's not difficult. They're trying to make the, they're trying to wind the public up. For example, they claim uh, a black BMW crashes into a girl. And in British people's minds, black BMWs are driven either by young Asian men or by black men. 
So already they plant that seed in people's minds so that even without telling people who supposedly did it, the public already in their mind decide who's guilty. Do you understand? It's a very dirty trick using subliminals on people. And the public are not intelligent enough, unfortunately, to understand how the mass media is being used to program them to have a way of thinking. They're creating hatred in our society. They're, they're, they're antagonizing the public. They're teasing the public. The public are being, we're going to have a race war in this country if we're not careful. The public needs to be understood that mass immigration is a government plan. And the same government that invites all these foreigners to live here are also falsely claiming that these, these foreigners are guilty of terrorism. And that is so disgusting to my way of thinking. And I'm not, I'm not even a very good person, Jim. I'm just an average guy. I, don't, I never considered myself a hero. I'm certainly no hero. I'm not brave at all. But I don't see how I can stand by and watch innocent people frame for things they didn't do. And now, just because I wanted to stand up for the underdog, just because I wanted to stand up, they decided to attack me, publishing my mother's photograph, when I, when I was a baby, calling my mother a prostitute, sending death threats to me, publishing pictures of me as a child. Now, I don't know, would you like to see some of these pictures, Jim? Yeah, shall I pause while you pull them up? Did you know that Sandy Hook was a staged event where no children died? That the school had been closed since 2008 and there were no children there? Thirteen experts, including six Ph.D., current or retired college professors, proved that it was a two-day FEMA drill presented to the public as a real event. We even have the manual. There was a rehearsal on the 13th going live on the 14th. Some participants became confused and put up donation sites the day before. Even the shooter was recorded as dying before the event. You have been played by Eric Holder and Barack Obama. Now Hillary wants to extend the deception by posing as a champion of Sandy Hook to confiscate your guns. Don't let yourself be played. Nobody died at Sandy Hook. If you want to get a grip on just what fake news is, then I'd suggest you get the book, Nobody Died in Boston, at PatriotRadioBooks.com. That's PatriotRadioBooks.com. Okay, um, how do I, uh, should I say? Go ahead, Paul, talk about this image you put up. All right, um, let me see. Um, there's so many different ones here. Here's an example of my, uh, as you can see, this was uh, my Google account. This is from uh, some years before. I had a Gmail account, as you can see, and you can see that Paul Taylor has subscribed to me on YouTube, okay? Uh, Google do not timestamp anything, but this channel, this uh, Gmail account, as you can see, inbox 2,748. This Gmail account was uh, linked to my previous YouTube channel called This Is Your Wake Up. And um, when they took down that channel under false pretenses, they also removed this email account because on this inbox for this account, there were hundreds of threats to me, threats and also fake identities being used to smear me, including with my name. Obviously, I'm Paul Taylor. And when you see Paul Taylor subscribed, Paul Taylor is a Zionist channel. It's created by, unfortunately, Israeli operatives in the UK or people working for Israel. 
And these people are, are very blatant about it. And of so, course, your, 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 your image right now is showing a, a screen name you have used of Kim Hoaxashian. Yeah, all right. That, that used to be my – that YouTube channel has been taken down. I mean, there may be some fake Kim Hoaxashian channels up there that they've created to impersonate me. I don't know what they're doing. I'm, I'm uh, like I said, I, I'm not responsible for what other people do using my name or identity. Anybody can create a fake Should we identity. pause for you to pull up another image? Yes, please. Continue, Paul. Continue. Okay, so this is another example of one of the things that they created using my name. It's not me. Uh, it is me. It's a picture. What they do is they take a picture like this, and then they just screen grab it, and then they stick it there and Paul Taylor. There's no – it's just an empty channel, basically. And then they use this channel to go to Muslim websites and leave nasty, disgusting messages on Muslim websites, encouraging the Muslim websites to attack me. Do you get it? Very, yeah. very dirty, very criminal. It, it, could, it could threaten me, it, it, you know. I mean, what they want to do is to try and persuade some Muslims or fake some Muslims to attack me to, because I've never said anything bad, you see. But they're getting, they're getting these people, they're creating fake identities, okay? Um, yes, shall I, shall I pause and we'll go to another image? Yes, yes, okay. Shall continue, I, uh, continue, Paul. Well, here's another one. Paul Taylor rapes underage Muslims. I mean, for God's sake, what do you reckon? It's disgusting, isn't it? And rapes underage Muslims. This is from 2012. And, uh, okay, you can close that one. Go ahead, Paul. Can you see it? Yep. What do you reckon? Paul Taylor, the paranoid pedophile. Yeah. No recent activity. This is really fascinating, Paul, that they have taken so much time and effort to target you. You really are a threat to them, whether you recognize it or not. Well, I don't want to be. You see, Jim, I, I've, I've, I've taken time out of my life. I'm pretty much a lonely guy. I, 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 have, a, I have got a few friends in London. I've made some friends here, so I'm not entirely alone. But... Um, I'd like to, you know, meet some girls and have a normal life as well. I don't want to be in this position. I don't want to have this problem. Okay, can I show you some more, please? Go ahead, Paul. Okay, what does it say, Jim? Paul Taylor is a gay cock-sucking gimp. Yes, all right. And the problem is, you've just said it, but what they'll probably do is they'll probably take your voice and, and then you're going to say it and then you're going to get blamed for that or something like that. You see what they do? Because they're going to get this. They're going to get it. Yeah, that's what it says. And can you see the Photoshop image of me? Yeah, sure, of course. And look at the name of the channel. Buy pig shit on the... Koran. I mean, for God's sake, man. For Professor of Penises. I mean, I'm so fed up with this. I'm sick and tired of this. I'm sick and tired of these people. Very they're interesting, talking. Paul. It's Very incredibly perverse. Okay, I'll show you another one. I'm yep. going to stop. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Can you see that? Yep, I can see it. What do you reckon? Wow, it's more complete rubbish being dumped on you. I mean, they're shoveling it. I, it doesn't look like it's got a lot of act, 
a lot of hits, a lot of views. I don't know that all this effort is is having much of a payoff. Well, it's having an effect on me, Jim, because I'm. it's my face that's being put out there. And then they're using these ridiculous channels to attack other channels and getting them to say, look, first of all, no one is going to use their real name like this, are they? The fact that they're using a name, you can be sure. If I was to see that channel, I would know that Paul Taylor is a good man and not a bad man. Yeah. And that's why I'm using my, that's pretty obvious to people. Yeah. Now, I'm not going to be doing that about myself, am I? Of course right? not. Now, of course gonna, not. Of course not. Let me wait a second. I'm going to stop share. I'll come back for just a sec. Yes. Right. All visitors must read this in full. Welcome to my anti-Islam site. Iran and Islam did 9-11. You see? They're, they're putting, they're saying things using my name and my image. It's been photoshopped in a very crude and childish way. Fucking morons, actually. Disgusting vermin, these people are. In order to attack me. Now, I want to introduce you to someone, Jim. This guy here, FEMA Death Camp Control, that's a Zionist agent working in, I think, London. And he's almost certainly working for Strategic Communications Laboratories. And this guy has been seven years attacking me. I know he works for SCL. Seven years. Yes, seven years. I mean, I don't know um, what he's doing at the moment. He might have been put on someone else's case. But his this job is a professional troll. Now, this, I, rem this reminds I, me of... I am a gay Jew and going to kick Islam's ass. I mean, for God's sake, I'm fed up with this. Okay, I'll stop the share. All right, can you see it, this one? Yep. How to dissect a frog. That's relatively innocuous compared to the others. Well, this, it's a picture of me wearing Nazi uniform, Jim. Yeah. I mean, it's pathetic. Paul, some of this is so blatant, nobody's going to be taken in. I mean, it doesn't matter. It's illegal, Jim. It's illegal. I don't want to have to deal with this shit. Let's talk about the issues. Let's talk about the issues seriously. I don't want people using my image and my name in this criminal fashion. Paul, just, yeah, in, in the screen share. Yeah. No. Here we go. Yeah, Paul, Paul. I get okay. it. I get it. I get it. I get it. I had a, when I began doing research on the plane crash that took the life of Senator Paul Wellstone, uh, I, uh, they created a website to attack me, and they put up thousands of attacks. I mean, it was completely, completely absurd. Paul, we can, we can, we can, we, you've got enough. Just end the screen share. Okay. I mean, I, if anybody wants to see these, I can send them. I mean, there's hundreds of damn things. Paul, we get it. Coughing individual Paul Taylor, Holocaust survivor Paul Taylor, anti-Islam anti, uh, anti activist Paul Taylor, crisis actor Paulie Taylor, uh, cock-sucking Paul Taylor. I mean, and that's, that's just my name. That doesn't include the ones to do, as I said, they've uploaded my mother's photograph. Not just me, and me as a child as well. In this context, Evan Sandoval and Paul Taylor are homos. Cock gobbler Paul Taylor. I mean, for God's sake. And there's, there's threats here. I mean, there's hundreds of these things. Hundreds. Hundreds of them. And they've, you know, Paul Taylor's a cross-dressing Muslim. is a gimp and a cock addict. Paul Taylor is my Mossad liaison. Zionist and proud. Paul Taylor's AIDS. I mean, Paul, you know. Paul, Paul, 
Let's get to the cause of these effects. Tell us more about your research and YouTubes on perception management, the other techniques they're using to deceive the public, to snooker them, to snow them. Tell us about that. I I think I know about this. I mean, what, what they, I mean, as you know, most people's opinions are not really their own. People's opinions are, are molded and formed by peer pressure, uh, by the education system, uh, by their desire to conform, by the, for, for, male, for men, it's the desire to get laid. I mean, I know personally it's difficult to talk to females about this because they, 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 they don't want to believe what you say. They find it uncomfortable. So as a truth seeker, it, it creates problems. Now, if you're a regular guy, probably you like sports, women, drinking, good food, those type of things, and you want to be successful. And if you have opinions like mine, they are going to marginalize you, right? I met, I, about a month ago, I met some girls in the street, but I discovered that those numbers that I collected, <laughs> right, because I felt like meeting some girls, they'd actually got those numbers, and they started to send these girls messages from me, right? So they're determined to cock block me to make sure I have no relationships, right? They're trying to now what what they do is they, they, they create a drip. It's drip, 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 you know, drip, drip, drip. That's how waterfalls are formed. I mean, Niagara Falls are probably like one inch tall at one point, And over the millions of years, it's become the raging torrent it is. And this is what you do by erosion. They create false narratives. They, they, they keep, like right now in the UK and in America as well, you get all this LGBT stuff and transsexual stuff. They, put, they keep pumping shit about transsexuals. It's totally abnormal. It's ridiculous. It's, it's genital mutilation. It's bloody disgusting, actually. It's absolutely disgusting. And they're pumping it. So what the media could do is they can normalize things over a period of time, especially with the children. Now, me and you, we're old timers and we're set in our ways, right? It's going to be very, very difficult to get you to accept that type of bullshit, right? It's, going to, it's difficult. It's not impossible, but be very difficult. But with young people, it's fairly easy. They trap these kids in school and they brainwash them with propaganda, globalist propaganda. And then they can get people... They can basically get everybody to want what they want for us. People don't have their own free will anymore. We need to, we need to teach children to think for themselves and to go against the crowd. I mean, you know the great movie 12 Angry Men with, Je- with Henry Fonda, don't you? Sure. That's my kind of movie. And that's the kind of man I want to be. I want to be Henry Fonda in that movie and to be the first to stand up and say, wait, Let's have a think about this. That's all. Well, I, 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 I think that's the perfect metaphor for your role here. That's how they are perceiving you as the one man who might persuade the other 11 to change their minds because you're making such a persuasive case, because you're so insightful, intelligent, and articulate. And, and that's why you're being targeted. It's all a backhanded compliment. It, yeah, right that's, right. I, I, that's that's now. I'm glad you mentioned it because I do try and look at it like that. But you know, I'm still a human being, Jim. And even though I understand what's going on, I didn't find anyone else does. That's the problem. I've been attacked when my when I took down my Vidme channel, and I'll tell you why I took it down. 
I, there was all the impersonation on VidMe as well. They followed me from YouTube to VidMe. VidMe was a shit platform just for children. It was a load of bullshit. But one night I was talking to a good friend of mine and he said to me, uh, I, I was showing him all this trolling and I went to the VidMe to report it. And my friend said, no, 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 you've got to fill in the reasons why you're reporting them. And I told him, look, I've already done this a hundred times before. It's a waste of time. You can tell VidMe a hundred times that you're being impersonated. They won't do anything about it. So after I left, I'd had a few drinks. I went back home and I deleted my account because I realized if I can't even persuade a, a friend of mine, someone I know and respect and like, if I, can't even, if I can't even show him, if he won't even believe me, someone he knows, how can I convince anyone else? Well, Paul, I think that, I think that was a mistake. Well, very often those who are closest and dearest to us are the most skeptical about us. I think you made a, a misjudgment. I would not have advised you to take down your account. I, it doesn't I, matter. It, it, now anyway, Jim. I mean, even if I kept it up, they closed the chat. They closed it down. So all the work would have been gone anyway. But apart from anything else, VidMe gets very, very small hits. It's about one thousandth the size of, of YouTube. It's, it was insignificant and they couldn't monetize. Google has such a stranglehold on the internet that people just don't want to go anywhere else. That's the problem. So yeah, maybe I, maybe, I mean, I could have carried on, Jim, until they closed VidMe down, but seriously, I, I was one of the first on VidMe. I joined VidMe in January last year, and after I joined, people like PK and other people came over to VidMe. I was one of the first, but they didn't support me, and in the end, I closed the channel down because I wasn't able to convince anyone. And after I closed my well, channel down, Jim, no one came to my, no one emailed me. A lot of people have got my email. A lot of people could have emailed me to say, Paul, wh wh where's your channel? What happened to your channel? And I would have said, well, I took it down because I couldn't cope any longer. It was just a waste of time. No one even asked. No one. Not one person, Jim. Nobody know, Nobody cares. Maybe I'm just not a nice guy. Maybe people don't like my bloody nose or something. I don't know what it is. I guess I'm not the kind of person people want to help. And I've tried all the organizations in London. They won't help me. I've the police that won't help me. The MP won't help me. The media won't. If I write to the media, I say, look, I know about trolling going on in London. Can I tell you? They won't reply to me. Hey, I've got a story to tell. What's the matter? It's the media. Don't you want to know? They don't even know. They don't even reply to me. They won't even investigate something. I, don't even, I mean, they don't even ask me what it is. So what, well, what they're, I, they're, they're in harness, Paul. They're part of the problem. They're not going to reveal that they're uh, an aspect, an element of a massive disinformation propaganda campaign. I mean, this is why you are a threat. I mean, you know, however modestly you may... But nobody like. But Jim, frankly, no. I mean, I'll be honest about it. I'm, I'm an honest guy, and I'm, I've always had the one of my things I'm good at is being honest about myself. And I'm not a person that people tend to like very much. And because of that, people are quite happy to watch me being tortured. Well, it's because it's because it's because you're outspoken, because you're passionate, because you care about the truth. Whether or not you've always found it is incidental. You make them feel bad by comparison because they're not outspoken. They don't care about the truth and they don't have any passion to find it. Yeah. No, it's good, Jim. I mean, I, I, I really, I mean, I've always, I mean, I'm, as I said, I'm, in, I'm insignificant. 
I hope that one day, because I, I like before, you know, my mother's very old. I'd like to make her proud of me. Um, my mother's the sort of woman who would just go along with the flow, just like most women. I think she wanted me to get a job in a bank or something. She would be impressed with that. Um, most people don't regard any work you do for free as being work, unless you have a job with a title. Um, that's how people respect you. Uh, anything you do for free and anything you do out of the love of your heart, because I just want to live in a peaceful world, Jim, and these globalists are going to try and destroy us. We're going to go for World War Three soon. I'm sick and tired of all the, the lies of the media, the fake news. The fa you know the fake news. You study the fake news. They manage to get people to believe anything, anything. that The public will believe anything. I mean, yes, yes, yes. And, I mean, nobody asks who benefits from all this. I mean, you know, you've been, you've been, you've been doing all you can for many, many years. Have you seen in, in Britain, this is a dead area. Britain is, I think America has a little bit of intelligent people. I have to tell you, sadly, that my country has very, very few honest and clever people. Very, very few. But what about you? Are things getting better in America? Are people waking up or not really? Because I don't, it's not happening here. It's not happening in the UK. I believe there are signs of a gradual awakening, but it's very difficult and it's a, a battle for one mind at a time, Paul. I know, but I mean, there's, there's a, you see, Jim, I, I, I'll be fatalistic here. I, I, I'm trying. I, I'll carry on trying. I'll do always do my best. But to be honest, I don't think we can win this battle, mate. I just don't think there's the the public don't have an appetite for the truth. The public would rather be ignorant and comfortable, and they they cocoon themselves with insulate their bodies with lies and deception and bullshit, just so they can conform to the shit around them. And I I can't see any. I can't see any improvement. I mean, we must try, Jim. I, I'm, I'm not being, I'm, when I say these things, it, maybe I'm hoping that if I say it like that, some of the people listening will join us. But, you know, there's only a couple of hundred of us worldwide who are making it, who are trying. And against that, we've got the globalists, we've got the banks, we've got the media, we've got the, we've got the education system, we've got the politicians, the laws. Legal, the army, the police, the so-called intelligence agencies. Look who we're up against, Jim. And there's just a few of us making a few videos and a few talks. How can we? How can we combat that? It's it's we're pissing in the wind, aren't we? Really? Yeah, but look, Paul. Look at look at how much time, effort, energy, resources they've devoted just to attempting to suppress and malign you. That's fascinating. Well, it's because you have a strong, clear, intelligent voice. That's what they fear most of all. Well, Jim, my head's getting bigger. I must admit, a compliment from you is worth a lot to me, and I'm really grateful for that. But if anybody's listening, I'd be grateful if they could take a look at my case. And, and, and also, I'd be very grateful if people could trust me. I know I'm, I'm just a human being, and I'm a voice. You can see me here. I'm in a cold flat. I mean, it's no central heating. I'm living on a shoestring in income. 
right? But I'm managing. I'm managing. I, I don't go short. I, I eat well. I drink. I do okay. But I would be so grateful if people would believe me that I am telling the truth. And I promise you, I honestly promise you, if anybody is listening to this, and I know you have a lot of listeners, please believe what I'm saying. I am telling the truth. I have never impersonated myself on the internet. I have never done that. I promise it is the truth. You've seen a list of all these Paul Taylor channels over a seven-year period. And yet the problem is, I don't know what I can do, Jim. Well, I could just add that, Paul, we have had hundreds of exchanges, and I've always found you to be very incisive, right on the mark. I've, I've never once had a reason to question your judgment or your intellect. And, and, and frankly, given the story you've laid out here today, I have nothing but unbounded admiration for you as a human being, as a seeker of truth, as a persevering, courageous man who's been taking a lot of heat and a tremendous amount of abuse because you represent a threat much greater than you could ever imagine. Yeah. Well, I hope, I, I really hope, uh, you know, I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to destroy society. On the contrary, I'm trying to save society because I don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater. The problem is our whole system depends on compliance. And the globalists might decide, decide to use the Samson option and destroy society if they can't get their way. Now, I don't want society be, to be destroyed. I want to keep what's good in our society but avoid the, the psyops, the COINTELPRO, the perception management, the propaganda, the framing of innocent people and the wars. Okay? I'm anti-globalization. I'm anti-agenda. I'm anti-war. I'm anti-isms, you know, whether that's Zionism or globalism or anything. I'm anti-ism. I just want us to – if these Zionists and all these people spent as much time – just doing the right thing as they do on cheating and deceiving people, we'd all be well off. Why can't yeah. they do? Why don't they? Why do they want to do things like this? Why can't they just do a good job and then we'd all be happy and then I could go back to a normal life? Because I don't want to spend every waking moment on this topic. I want to have fun like any other human being. I want to have fun. I want to enjoy myself. I don't want to go be scared. I don't want to worry about who's listening in on my phone. I don't want to be hunted or tormented or tortured. I just want to have my say. And, but as a society, I'm appealing to people, especially those who've got homes and cars and nice families, please do not be deceived into assuming that because your life is comfortable, we live in a good world. We don't. It's also up to professionals. You could easily, Jim, have made a career within the system and had a very good career. Very good. Financially, you'd even be much better off than you are now. But you decided to do the right thing because you're a man of principle. You're a man of honor. And for, for me, I wouldn't be any kind of man at all if I, if I wasn't a man of honor. And even if I have no money and nothing, I'd much rather be a man of honor than a man of riches. Paul, in my judgment, you're a magnificent human being. I admire you beyond words. I can't thank you enough for doing this interview with me. I'm thank you. very, very grateful, Paul. Well thank done, you. well said, and I wish you 
all the luck in the world in coping. You're doing a terrific job, notwithstanding overwhelming forces and resources allowed, allied against you. And if any, if you know of any honest people in the UK who, who would like to get in contact with me, I live in London, I'd be happy to meet them. Um, but, uh, you know, in, in, in seven years, I, I'm, I'm frightened to meet people here in London. I, I'm afraid, I'm frightened that I'll be set up. That's the problem. I'm frightened I'll be set up. But anyway, Jim, I know you're a busy man. Thank you so much for this interview, and uh, I wish you a good day. This is Jim Fetzer, your host on The Real Deal, thanking my special guest, Paul Taylor, for joining me today and all of you for watching. Have you ever wondered if we really did go to the moon? If Paul McCartney died in 1966 and was replaced by an even better musician? Did you know that Saddam Hussein died in a B-1 bomber strike on 7 April 2003 and was replaced by one of his doubles who was put on trial and hanged in his place? Or that Osama bin Laden died in Afghanistan on 15 December 2001 and was buried in an unmarked grave in accordance with Muslim traditions? That the raid in Pakistan was faked? There is more, including four chapters about the end of World War II, which prove that events we have been taught were very different than we have been told. Don't let yourself be played. Check out, and I suppose we didn't go to the moon either. Hi, this is Gary King. If you're interested in the book, and I suppose we didn't go to the moon either, with the moon landing, Paul McCartney, Osama bin Laden, and the hoax of the century that is unspeakable, then go to PatriotRadioBooks.com. That's PatriotRadioBooks.com.